Hey everyone, this is Face with the Dumb Rant Podcast. You know, there's a lot of division in the world today, but here, rather than create more division by focusing on controversial subject matter, I want to bring everyone together with a mutual distaste and some of the more simple inconveniences in life. I want to cover topics in which we can all say, yeah, that does suck. Folks have more in common than they realize, regardless of background, political leanings, etc. And that includes the things we love to gripe about. So sit back, try to relax, and enjoy the show. By the way, I would love audience input. So if you have any feedback or have any ideas for subject matter that deserves a good rant, you can reach me at dumbrantpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-U-M-B-R-A-N-T podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks and enjoy the show. In a world where we're so concerned about going green and hugging trees, is anyone asked why we still get a 10-pound phone book dropped off on our doorstep on a regular basis? Does anyone still use these, short of folks who don't have access to the internet? It takes me 30 seconds to look up any local services, phone numbers, and locations on my cell phone. It takes me about 10 minutes to track that information down in a phone book. And even then, the information provided is limited, and I'll probably end up using my cell phone to get specifics on the location, reviews, if the place is still in business, if all the information is current, etc. So why do we still receive these relics of a bygone era? Why not allow folks who want one to make a request and save a few trees for those of us who send those things directly to the circular file? I know phone books contain advertisements, but who still advertises in these things? I seriously question if those who advertise see a return on their investment. I haven't honestly looked inside a phone book for at least a decade, maybe longer. I have used them for kindling in a fire pit. What is so hard about making these things request only? My understanding is that states require landline providers to provide white pages And yellow pages are basically just money-making advertisements, which is why they make their way to your doorstep. States need to allow folks to opt out. In a time when we're worried about waste, this seems like common sense. I understand some folks may not have internet access, so I'm not saying we eliminate phone books completely. Just make them optional. Now, look at your feet. Are your socks matching? Mine aren't. My wife currently has one green sock and one purple sock on. Why is it so hard to keep matching socks together? Where do the matches go? Personally, I don't even try to match them up as I figure they're going to be covered by shoes. So as long as they're relatively the same color on the top and the length is about the same, all is well. The only people who are going to be seeing my socks are probably family, so I'm not too worried about being judged. It seems like socks have a way of wandering off, which makes folding clothes a pain if you're actually trying to find a match. One sock settles to the bottom of the laundry basket, the others get washed, over time you don't have a single match. My wife picked up a mesh bag made for socks that keep them all together. You place that bag in the washer, and with any luck, nothing gets lost and everything stays together. Even then, matches find a way of disappearing. Speaking of socks, why is the seam on the inside? Why put the seam where it'll rub against and irritate your toes? I've seen a movie once about turning the socks inside out to avoid this, and what do you know, it works. Why isn't that just standard? 
put the seam on the outside. I challenge everyone to try this. The next time you put on your socks, put them on inside out. The seam is no longer an irritation. If someone hasn't created a sock that eliminates this and eliminates the seam, they should. I'd buy it. Now, on a side note, I did happen to get a call in uh, via email with a voicemail attached. So we're going to go ahead and play that, and then we'll see if we have any suggestions for the rant that I received. Yeah, this is Beverly. I'm calling into this rant show because I want to hear you rant about the price of cigarettes. Now, I don't know if you can tell it, but I do a lot of smoking in my life. And I'm having a rough back because I can't afford cigarettes anymore. Because I got 18 cats. And about 11 or 12 of them are on chemo. And they're losing their fur. And actually the way I was making money to buy cigarettes. Using their fur to make pillows. And now I don't have that anymore. And I just want to know what you think about the price of cigarettes going up. So I'll just get off and <laughs> listen to you. Thanks. So I'm going to leave this one up to the audience to figure out. Why are the cost of cigarettes so high? What about her cats? How is she going to continue to afford chemotherapy? What about the side business she has going on? A lot of questions here. I'm going to leave it to the audience to figure out. Go ahead and drop me an email. Let me know what you think. Well, folks, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you enjoyed, and please remember, I'm always open to recommendations and feedback. If you have any rants you would like me to cover, please reach out via email, and I'll do my best to cover it. I would like to focus on those universal inconveniences that we all agree on. There's already enough out there dividing us. Let's find things that we can gripe about as one. With that said, you all take care, and I'll catch you next time.